guys, I'm here with my best friend, Ginnika, from back home, Boston, Massachusetts. Um, we're just going to do introductions, and then we're going to get into it. All right, you can go ahead and introduce yourself, Ginnika. Yeah. Um, my name is Ginnika. I'm from Boston. Um, uh, I am currently a first year at the University of Massachusetts in Lowell. Don't recommend. Uh, and I'm a gym science major. <laughs> Alright, well, as y'all know, I'm Kaz. I'm 19. I go to Lincoln University. My majors are political science and Pan-Africana studies. Um, I'm on the pre-law track. Um, I want to go to law school after. Uh, a little bit about me. I'm an artist. I like music. I'm more so into the 90s, 80s, like soulful, groovy type of go-go music. Um, also, I don't know. I like doing her rush with my friends and especially Yenica. Like yeah, let me, let me say a little something about my first two that I have Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so I am a big fan of 70s soulful music. Um, Stevie Wonder, all that good stuff. Um, I also like to do the rest sometimes, not all the time. I'm more of a mom figure. I don't feel like moms are doing her rest all the time. Um, and you know, I like Cheetah Girls. I'm a big Cheetah Girls fan. Um, and, yeah, I like those things. <laughs> okay. Um, and I like glasses, too. You guys can't see it, but I'm wearing full as fuck glasses right now. Like yeah, glasses. she is. And it's 8.41 p.m. Exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. So, what was your life like before we met each other? Like, elementary school, personal life, everything. Very much, I wouldn't say boring, but it was just flatline for the most of the time. You know, your girl had to be that co-parent at a very young age, so I had a very good sense of maturity, but that did not flow too well into, like, social life, I guess. If, you know, a kid, like a, like a six-year-old home social worker, but, but, like, I'm just a mellow kid, chill as fuck. Um... Elementary school chill, middle school, I think public school, public middle school is just crazy. You really see the most wild shit, shit that maybe an 11 year old just doesn't need to see, but you see it in middle school. Um, so that was definitely my middle school experience, just seeing things I just didn't need to see. Mm. What was your neighborhood like? Um, The neighborhood that I grew up in, pretty, like, I mean, you know, Boston's a notorious for redlining and having certain parts of the city be tailored to certain people. So I grew up in Jamaica Plain, which is like, and you had the two projects on like the border of Jamaica Plain, the one near Jackson and the one near Forbes. Mm -hmm. And then I was kind of in the middle, which was kind of ambiguous, you know. It wasn't the... It wasn't like a rough part. Like, I don't want to say ghetto because I feel like that's unnecessary, but it just wasn't rough. Like, there were people of all different types of backgrounds. I just want to say it wasn't a rough neighborhood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Um, Some parts pretty affluent though, you know, you know, like me and stay up at pretty affluent, but yeah, where I was at was kind of just like whatever. Yeah. Um, in terms of like education, where like where what where did you fall? Um, in terms of like a student, like were you like all about your work? Did you fall off? Were you like on in the accelerated classes? Like where were you? I mean, in elementary school, middle school, I was in accelerated classes, but I feel like that's for a lot of people. And then when I got to high school, like, I was just kind of like a mediocre student, got their shit done, mm-hmm. was respected by teachers, but, like, I wasn't, like, this 4.0, like, scholarship bound, I'm bound kid. I was just, I went to school, I did my work, I got good grades. That's it. Yeah. Um, I feel like for me, Life before I met you, I feel like I definitely was the same Kaz, probably a, just a little bit more wild. Like, I was, de- I definitely talked a lot. You know, I'm very talkative. You know, I like talking to everybody and everybody's mama. Um, I, I love to put on a show. I was very, like, char- like, I was just always a character, I feel like. And I've, I feel like I've remained the same even until now. Um, in terms of school life, and, oh, and also like family wise, like I've also, I come from a very, um, I want to say tight knit family. Like we, I do a lot of things with my family, um, in terms of like activities, holidays and things like that. So I definitely had that side to me. Um, in education, I feel like I, I definitely got all A's. I was very, I was a very good student, um, very smart, um, but that was to be expected, like, that wasn't something that people were surprised by. Like, I had people in my family who were doing better things than I was, so for me to be doing good in elementary school is like, great, now get to college, hurry up and get to college, hurry up and do some real shit with your life so that we can compliment you then. So I feel like for me, elementary school, and I was the only girl on my dad's side, so I was the first grand, the grandchild that was a girl. So I had a lot of fun. I definitely got whatever I wanted in a sense. Um, but leading up to high school, I feel like my elementary school was very peculiar. It was an, it was an odd experience. Like we had kids going to China. Like we had like kids going to go see the president, like during Obama's, you know, two terms. Um, just us traveling around the country, like just doing things with other schools and like visiting other kids and like seeing what their school life is like and noticing like the difference in where we go to school. Like we had a beautiful ass facility. We had our own playground. We had our own shit. Like my, the, before we even moved to that new location, we had two libraries, two gyms, like in a tall ass building. Like, everybody knew that building. Like, anybody in Boston knows the Renaissance. Everybody knows that school. I swear to you not. Like, that's... Well, I never heard of that school before you. You what? <laughs> I never You never heard it, bro. I swear to God, that no, school is notorious. That school did not make sense to me. I was just like, so do you get state funding or do you not get state funding? I was always confused. It's like, yeah, you know, basically the same thing, just fancy. 
Yeah, yeah, and I came from a charter school, so I definitely had to wear a uniform all the time. So definitely going to BLA was so weird. It was so odd. Like, bro, I don't have to wear a uniform. I can wear whatever I want. Bro, telling that to my, like, 13, 12-year-old self was just like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know how to dress myself. My mom still dresses me, bro. My mom was still dressing me. I don't know what the fuck to put on every single day. Like, that shit was wild. Then having to get myself to school by myself. Like, what? That shit was crazy. I never had to do that. Like, my mom was still taking me to school up until my senior year. I was, oh, yeah. I was, not, let, so I was not letting go of that shit. I was not taking the bus. I definitely had my mom taking Girl, me to school. Girl, I was taking public transportation to the fifth grade. Woo, child. No, my mom was too scared. My mom was one of those parents yeah. like, uh, I'm not taking the bus. My dad taught me how to take the red line. Mm-mm, that's scary. He told me how to do it. For a whole week, my dad taught me the basically the whole train system. And then from then on, I've always taken, if my parents couldn't take me there, I better walk or, you know, figure out how to get there on the bus. Mm, mm, that's interesting. I feel like I was, I was more coddled. Like, I, I had responsibility, but in a sheltered way. Like, I wasn't able to really show those responsibilities, like, out in the physical world. But, like, it was just things that, like, I knew how to do for when I have the freedom to do it, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. um, so what do you think about, what would you say our friendship dynamic was like through high school? Um, through high school, in the beginning, it was um, definitely, we were in a group setting, we were a larger group, uh, which was... It was fun. It was, you know, we were all, our freshman year, we all got jobs either this, the summer previous to that or the summer after that. And, you know, we were always going out, like, like we had some business spending all that money or anything like that. Um, and then I think slowly as we got older, there was a dynamic shift. People, I think everybody could tell that me and you were more um we were closer mm-hmm. than the others in the group which was mm-hmm. very clear i don't think anybody was too upset by that but then when we were coming to the end of high school there definitely was a shift and it was pretty dramatic honestly let's not even act like it wasn't predicted because we were predicting that shit Early. Yeah, yeah, we are. We, we knew. were predicting that shit. We knew it was going to come. We joked about it, but we all knew that shit was gonna happen. Yeah, and so and it happened big. exactly how we said it was going to happen. Like everybody was like, exactly. "It's probably gonna start off with Kaz because she's gonna leave and do her own shit," and yeah. that in fact did happen. It yeah, did. so it happened, and when it did, it was rough. It was very yeah. rough for me. I can't speak for anybody else. I don't think it was rough for anybody else. But it was rough for me. Um, and so I think that it kind of left the, for a long time, it kind of left a question um, in our friendship. But then... I mean, but why, that, was it, why was it rough for you, though? Like, why was... It was rough for me because I, I had the most connection to you. And I we had built this rapport where, like, I could come to you when about anything and you know i wasn't a person who was that good with showing emotions but when it came to you like i, I feel like i could express myself to the fullest fullest extent 
And with everybody else, like I'm very close with everybody else. But my relationship is my relationship with everybody else does not even come close to the friendship that I have with you. So in my head, when you left, it felt like I had nobody. Mm. Like I felt like I was really by myself. And you know, um, and I was hanging out with other people. And honestly, when you left, the whole group rattled. So everybody was kind of doing their own thing at that mm-hmm. point. Like, um, so it, it really left a hole in me because I was just like, dang, if I don't have Kaziah, then who the fuck do I got? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, because that was literally me because I was like, in, in my head, I was like, damn, if I don't got Kenneka, then who the fuck do I got? Because you know, you know me. When I'm with you, I know that not only are you going to keep me upright and you're going to keep me in check and in line, but I feel safe. Like, there's never a point where I question, like, all right, am I doing something that I know I shouldn't be because you know my lifestyle, you know you know my parents, you know what my home life is like, and you take that into account when we do things with each other. And you, you were very cautious of that, and you're very aware, and you definitely would tell me, like, all right, when I'm doing something right, when I'm doing something wrong, and I feel like I never had that security or that, that, um, that understanding with any of my other friends. I don't think anyone else other than probably you, Nia, Janelle, you know, Leslie, you know, you know, our core, like our core group, or no, I don't want to say group, but our, our core friends. Um, I don't think anybody else understood that to the degree that you guys did. And having that was, it, it was important. It was very, very, very important. And when I, when we weren't like connected with each other, like we weren't really like talking like that. And like our friendship had kind of taken like an awkward pause. Like I felt like I was doing shit that I shouldn't have been. And I was very regretful. And I'm like, bro, if I was with Ken, I wouldn't be doing this. Like I would never have gotten myself into some shit like this. Like what, what am I doing? And it was just like, I feel like the road that I went down in high school, making that quick change in friendship, I feel like that definitely determined how everything after that went for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like in terms of, I don't, I don't want to say like the abuse of drugs, but like just the overindulgence in things that like I feel like I'm, I probably shouldn't have, you know, gotten involved in. But, um, you know, and I just, you know, I take that as an experience. Um, but I definitely feel like I could have done, I, I could have done without that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel that. I mean, that is what it is. I mean, you learn now, you know, at least you don't get to make those mistakes as an adult. Do you like, do you feel like as an adult, you're still going to need me for that kind of, um, I don't want to say crutch, but like you can always be like, "What would Jenna do?" Like, yeah, I still. Yeah, I feel like you think you're codependent on me. Like, dude, I'm like probably more, even more so codependent on you because like, if I don't know the answer, I'm expecting you to know the answer, and if you don't know the answer, then I'm I'm feeling like I'm fucked, and like you know, and and I always I don't know. Even though I know you would never judge me, I always got scared 
to tell you about the things that I was doing because like I just you're you're like such a pillar of like this is what good people do like this is a good life this is what good people do like this is a good person do not I didn't want to taint your idea of me in your head so like a lot of the things that I went through I kind of tried to shy away from it when I was around you just because like I was just like I don't want her to know that about me, I guess, or I didn't want you to think less of me or think more of me because of that. I don't think that could have ever happened because you would look at me for guidance and I would look at you for rebellion. Like the way, that's why I feel like I could never mm -hmm. judge you because in deep down inside, like I wanted to be just like you and Janelle. Like in some <laughs> way, I just wish I had like that glimpse of like, Jennifer, you can do whatever the fuck you yeah mm -hmm. but then that that really never happened um but yeah i mean i think that that's why friendship works because it's like i can never judge you because i want to be like you and you can always feel comfort to coming to me because i i will never judge you yeah and i always wanted to like there are so many aspects of like who you are as a person that made me want to be such like that and i was just like all right damn like i feel like our friendship works out so well because there's a level of admiration between each other. And I feel like most people, I feel like people would think like, oh, like we have some sort of jealousy towards each other. Like we, I don't think at any point we've ever been like jealous, maybe in like a playful way, but like I never see it going really deep and envious just because like we just show so much admiration for each other. And like, we know like where we started and where like we began. So it's not hard for us to show compassion and love to each other because it's like, bro, I've been there from the start. Like, I've seen you before you got cute, before you got body, before you knew how to dress, before you even knew how to wash your ass correctly. Like, we, like, I was there and I knew you. And I feel like that's such a, like, having, being in somebody's life like that is such a privilege. And it's so good to have people like that that have been there from the start, even before the start even began. Like you just being you before you even had ideas like that. I feel like though like people like that are good to have around because they remind you like why you're doing it and like who you are as a person, I feel like. Um what was one thing you went through in high school that you feel like our friendship helped you with? Like helped you get through. Like if it wasn't directly or you know indirectly, whatever. I think it's the whole thing. Like I really don't know what I would have done in high school if I didn't have you as my best friend. Like really think about it, cause I <laughs> think about it. <laughs> think about it. Like I mean, I just don't know. And you know, and then part of it is probably because like. I don't even know. It's like I have a hard time seeing myself like just as a person. So mm -hmm. I think definitely having you by my side makes me feel a lot like a person, a little bit more human. Um, and I really want to think like, what the fuck? I didn't go through shit, you know. I wasn't in too much business, you know. I came to school every single day, early as fuck, um, and I did my school shit. I really didn't. Right. Too much. Um, I became a cheerleader because you were on the cheer team. There was a lot of things that I did that I just... I don't know. It wasn't too much. 
that's what scared me. Like, imagine if I didn't know you and I was just like this floating head that people barely remembered. <laughs> but we won best friends who curl it. Like, what the? Like, what? I don't know what I would have done. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I mean, and you already know, you already know what I'm going to say. Like, I just think, I think when I went through that whole, like, breakup stage with, you know, my little, I don't even know if I want to call that a relationship. I wouldn't. I don't, I don't think I want to qualify that as a relationship. That that wasn't a relationship. Yeah, it's like no disrespect, but like that we just wasn't. Friends, bro. We were young and like this. Yeah, we were young and we we loved you. Yeah, of course that's like a definitely I want to say like a first love, but like it was very puppy, very puppy, very surface level. I feel like I never we never really got a chance to like cut deep. Um, but like you were there through that whole process because you seen how invested I was and you seen how like deep it was for me and how serious it was. And I feel like I definitely experienced things that like a typical high school girl did not experience. Like who the fuck was getting chocolates in their locker every single day? Like Girl, don't even act like you were you were practically like you had your ups and downs, but you was basically living like a fucking teenage movie. <laughs> You had romance, you had you had um, triumph, like you had the whole fucking trope, bitch. I literally was a side character the whole time. No, don't even like. First of all, don't even. I was doing nothing in high school. First of all, I went to school. I went to work. I went home. Don't even call yourself a sidekick because that's not even the case. That's literally sidekick. It's just the simple fact that, I, I don't know, I felt like that experience, like having you by my side through that whole thing, like, I feel like you really seen how treacherous it was for me. Like, that shit was like, not only was it, I feel like was it torture for me, but it was torture for you. It was torture for anybody that was around me at that time because it really brought something out of me that I hadn't experienced before and I didn't know I didn't know how to how to go through that yeah I mean I feel like and also you weren't judgmental at all for anything that happened to me or anything that I went through and I feel like that was definitely something and it didn't matter as many times as I came to you about it, as many times as we talked about it, you still remained very, like, again, that's where the patience comes in with our friendship. Like, you were very patient with me in terms of, like, getting over that and, like, working with me to realize that there was better. There is better. Like, I literally have better right now. In this, like, in this very moment, I have better. Like, I'm doing better. Like, I'm experiencing better. And I don't have to sit in pain all the time. Like, I don't have to be in painful situations all the time. You just had to pick yourself up Mm -hmm. out of it. And you did just that. So now you're able to go through life pain-free for the most part. Yeah. What's one change you've noticed in me during my friendship? 
and choosing not to be in pain because you know definitely in high school most of it I feel like obviously most of it you couldn't control because you know nobody's expecting all that shit to happen to them mm-hmm. in the course of four years but a lot of it was just like you know you could have made the decision to leave sooner to leave certain situations and mm-hmm. not spend as much time as you did with people because I don't want to say the people that you hung out were bad because you know I consider those school friends those were some school friends we have the same school friends so yeah but i think you just spent way too much unnecessary time with them like you really there were days where me and nia would literally just go to nia's house and watch my sex top model and mm-hmm. you know your ass should have been there with us not exactly no sense of trouble in fucking and i feel like uh, it really it caused me to like i chose <laughs> Like, at times, like, it caused me to choose friends over family, in a sense. Like, and it caused a wedge because, like, I was doing things that my mom didn't allow. So, like, why would I, why would you do things that you know you're not supposed to do? And then you eat, the people that you consider your best friends who weren't even doing all that stuff, we was just out at his place munching on snacks. Exactly. Just, just nothing crazy. I mean, we weren't doing nothing crazy. Like, you know, we weren't, like, you know. Wow, literally school for life. Yeah, fun. Right. Okay. Um, when you meet new people, like, is there anything that that you've taken away from our friendship that you expect in others? Um. Yes, I definitely feel like. Um, have I set a standard? You you definitely have. There is a standard, like, I don't, like, now that I've experienced, like, you as, like, a friend and what you've done for me, I, I look for that in other people. Like, I look for your patience. I look for your kindness. I look for your love in other people. And I know that I'm never going to get that in, like, another friend, which is why, like, I get so upset. Like, even when... I don't have to ask you to support me. I don't have to ask you to tell me the truth. I don't have to ask you to do certain things. I don't have to ask you to be loyal. I don't have to ask you to like to just be a good friend. You just are that. And like I feel like we definitely grew together. So I feel like that also holds like a place in my life. The fact that like it's not like I don't know this girl from nowhere. Like I just met her. Like we literally grew up together like we went through the same struggle we've seen each other cry like numerous amount of times like ugly cry like nasty cry like the craziest things that you can imagine so i feel like i definitely have a standard of friend and like people think that i'm crazy and i'm like dude like no i i know that these kind of people exist because i am friends with them back home like i have these kind of friends back home so you can't tell me that there aren't people out in the world that are like this. Yeah. You can't tell that me that. Literally me now. You can't tell me that. In your experience, like what what qualities do you look for in other people? I just have to say the same thing. Like it's literally like I know what I like. Like I have friends who that's what it is. Like I can't I can't and that's just why I'm like can't even be replicated because like now that we're in college, we're in different colleges and different states different institutions because yours is an HBCU and I'm a PWI like I know what I want and I feel like it's, it's going to take me longer to find really good friends mm-hmm. um because why I don't know girl I don't know maybe it's because 
when you own your shit and you're able to say your shit up front, no one can no one can ever make you feel embarrassed, upset, or shame you for anything that you've ever done. And I learned that in high school. If I say if I own up to my shit before anybody before anybody says anything to me, you you can't tell me anything. You can't tell me shit. I am that I am what I say that I am. So I I realize, you know, now going through this whole, you know, I'm they say spiritual awakening. <laughs> um, I've learned that there are qualities about myself that I've been that were birthed in high school, but they just were never nourished and developed the way that they should have been. And I, I credit that just just to everything that I went through. And I feel like that was my journey. And that is what I needed to go through. And in order for me to make shit happen and make shit work. Um, but I feel like in terms of making friends after college and making healthy friendships, I think it's okay to, you, you have to have things that you require. Make a list of things that you require as a friend, as a lover, as a person, like write down things that you want to see in somebody that, that you love or somebody that is a great friend to you. And I feel like that requires a certain level of honesty. And you have to ask yourself, I'm requiring these things of other people, but do I require those same things of myself? Do I possess those same qualities? So I feel like that I learned that in high school. And once I got to college, it was very much a, a season of, okay, me stepping and growing into myself, me asserting my beliefs and me asserting my values and me also recognizing what I want to do, my impact, and recognizing that I have a place and I have a voice and it, it should be heard. Yeah. My biggest hurdle is making friends outside of high school. Why? I feel, so, I feel so comfortable with y'all right now. Like, I'm literally. I have no, the only reason why I would have, like, the urge to make friends right now is because you guys are all in different places. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not here, Nia's not here, Leslie's having a grand old time right now. Mm -hmm. Um, really, I've honestly, with how I've been feeling this year, my first semester in college, I've, I feel like me and Janelle's relationship is growing closer mm -hmm. because I feel like we're the only two left mm -hmm. here. Um, and I know I know Leslie's in the city and everything, but she's on her big girl shit right now. Yeah. Like, she really is. And so I feel like me and Janelle right now, we can provide a lot of motivation to each other. And so therefore, like, I'm just like, I don't want to worry about anything. How are you doing, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Right now, I'm just, like, not in a stable place anyways. Like, I don't really... Like, friendship is not my focus right now. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm trying to be antisocial, but, like, actually because my head is literally not in one place. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I really have to see you after that. And also the fact that I moved. Like, I, you know... Yeah, you can't Boston, but I'm, I don't live in Boston anymore. So, like, that to me is also going to be a little hard because, you know, there are a lot of people that are still in Boston that we went to school with that I'm cool with. Like, Andy, like, I could have been hanging out with Andy mm -hmm. and maybe meeting some people 
that she knows that are in the city. She right. goes to um, Northeastern. I couldn't be making notes from casual friends like that. But like, I live in Bumpuck now, and like, I don't know anybody from that town. And so I'm scared that even if I go back home and the pandemic, like, not, at least the mask mandate is gone, like, will I be able to meet people there? But I, I really highly doubt it. But like I said, I'm really not focused on that part of my life right now. Making friends, but I'm trying to just be a place where I feel happy first. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good that you're being honest with yourself, at least enough to be like, I am not, I'm not there. I'm not in the mood yeah, for that right now. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I feel like for me, I'm a little bit of the opposite. Like I am in the mood to like make connections. Like I'm like, I want to, I want to see what's out there for me, but I want to make friends that are to my liking that flow with the kind of shit that I flow with, that do the kind of shit that I do. Not in the sense that, oh, like, I don't want to have, you know, I want to have like-minded people. I definitely want to have people who are outgoing and that think differently than me. But I want to have a sense of inclusivity. And I want to know that the people that I'm rocking with, the people that I fuck with, are on a journey of ascension and growth and expansion. And not only do they they want to grow within themselves and they want to do better for themselves, but they're actively showing that every day. And I feel like to be friends with people who don't make that effort every day, it's almost pointless to me. Yeah. So what do you have to 